Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have Baggage by Stephen Shorter. Oh, wow. I thought I was finally going to get to fucking explain to everyone why I'm the way I am. Because <laughs> hmm? I've got baggage. Oh. I was going for a really bad pun, you know. Uh, boom. Yeah. All right. Maybe save those bad puns that get ridiculed to me. <laughs> Um, So yes, we'll be doing Baggage by Stephen Shorter Um, And for those of you not in the know, Creepypasta are short, scary stories that get copied and pasted across the internet, across forums and whatnot So go Google it for a better explanation, but that's pretty much it Or listen to our previous episodes if you haven't Yeah Because that'll get you a pretty good handle on what's a shitty Creepypasta (laughs) And Uh... if this is your first episode, welcome um, so we'll jump right into baggage, um, which unfortunately isn't out anywhere um, yet. So we're it's, dicks. It, <laughs> well, okay, hang on. I, I, there's a but there, um, but you can go check out a reading of it from the Drunk and the Ugly folks. So go to drunkandtheugly.com. Um, they have an audio reading of it, or on their YouTube channel, uh, Ugly Jeb. So. <clears throat> Baggage. Uh, it's essentially a guy explaining his current predicament um, to the reader. Uh, about a year ago, the guy was dumped by his girlfriend and left to find a way home with some of his belongings in the morning rain um, in this little shitty English town. Um, on the way to the train station, he comes across a uh, very old suitcase outside of a thrift store. Um, outside of a Salvation Army. It's not just any thrift store. Okay. Uh, and, like, he opens it up, it's just a bunch of, like, old crap, so he just dumps it and tosses all his stuff into it, and goes over to the train station, grabs the yeah, ticket. yeah, this is when it's still in, the suitcase is in donate mode, not, he's, he's not robbing Salvation Army. No, it's just in donate mode, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, like, it was it's outside, sitting outside, and the building's closed. Yeah. So. So it hadn't been processed yet, don't, like, I mean. Don't assume, I mean, he does mention that he kind of feels like an asshole for doing it, but. Yeah, but at least, you know, it hadn't been processed. I mean, I hear ya. It's not necessarily the best thing to do, but... It is still in donate It was donated so that those who need it can have it, and at the moment he needed it... Yeah. Uh, well, justification? Was, yeah, that, that, well, I think that's kind of what he takes on it. Yeah, but. that was my thought process. He he makes a bigger deal about it than but, I would. But, then again, he had a shitty morning. He was having a shitty yeah. morning, so... Yeah, but he, he, like, makes it sound like, you know, he literally took candy from a baby or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, he goes to the train station, uh, he grabs a ticket for the earliest... Um, train coming out to uh, back to Liverpool, and uh, he's sitting there on the bench and uh, checking this thing. And it's like 19th century old, um, and uh, he opens it up and uh, he like drops it because he uh, finds that there, he sees like a human hair like coiling out of uh, some of his uh, clothes. So he pulls it out and it's this like really old wig, um, and it's just like horrible. It's been horribly like deteriorated from uh, time. Well, it's super old. Yeah, um, and, uh, so he, like, 
kind of starts laughing about it and like wants like almost like thinks about like putting it on just for shits and giggles, but then realizes like I really don't want anybody around here that are boarding the train with me to comment about it while we're on the train, so he just leaves it on the bench. Um, and then grabs his stuff and heads onto the train. And so while he's on the train, uh, he gets the munchies, but his wallet's not in his pocket. So he goes over to the baggage area to grab his, uh, to grab his wallet from his, from the suitcase, but it's like packed into like with some other luggage. So he like is able to only open it up like a couple of inches to squeeze his hand through to grab his wallet. And his hand just keeps going further and further in, like almost impossibly further in. Um, and then he gets this sharp pain on his hand, and he, like, recoils it, and he's got, like, this nasty gash on his hand. So he goes to the bathroom, gets it cleaned up, and is just like, what the fuck? Maybe I hit, like, maybe something scratched, like, maybe I scratched something on, like, a loose piece of metal or something, or a clasp. Um, the whole thing just kind of, like, wigs him out a little bit. Um, so he goes back to his seat, and, uh, is just kind of mulling over, like, how the hell his hand went, uh, that far in and stuff, but... Shrugs it all off because he's trying to rationalize it, as every as every like Cthulhu investigator kind of tries to do in the face of something horrible. Um, and so he gets off the train and calls a cab. And then while he's in the cab, the guy like the the cabbie comments about a, a horrible smell. And then like he starts smelling it. It's this horrible like rotted flesh smell. Um, and he they uh, the guy the cabbie like it was almost to the point of like just like kicking him out right there and then but the guy asked like promises like double the money essentially so drives him home goes and grabs the case it's a little bit heavier but the smell's pretty much gone goes inside grabs some uh, money pays him uh the dude threatens him because it's all his fault for having being all smelly and shit um and that's the end of the cabbie thing the cabbie thing and goes into his house checks it the case has he finds a finds a comb of like really old antiquity like it's like made of i it's like carved out of ivory and is like this like mermaid but like the head is where this is the spine for the comb and it looks like it's been like used like disgustingly like it's just it's got blood caked on it and like just other filth on it so again another creepy thing out of this this uh suitcase that shouldn't be and then for about a month it sits in his closet um, where, uh, and then for that month, he's, uh, was it three months? I thought it was just one month. Uh, you might be right. And yeah, he's been getting like nightmares of his life up until that point, just like disjointed, uh, things, including, uh, when he first met his girlfriend or like first asked his girlfriend out when they went, uh, essentially urban exploring at some facility. Um, and it is fragmented with like this creepy, like stalking figure that goes to grab him. And so he's just been getting these nightmares for this like month. And then... Um, that, the, at the end of that month, uh, his dad goes to, uh, fix something in the closet, so he has to go pull all his shit out of the closet and put it up into the attic. And... I love, because he's got to put it up in the attic, not, like, in the corner of the room. Yeah. Just... That, yeah. That's my interrupt. <laughs> um, and so later that day, uh, while his dad's doing the work and stuff, he asks him to go to the, the hardware store and pick up some stuff. So he does, and comes back, and the door is wide open to the house. Um, and he goes inside and calls out for his dad, and his dad doesn't reply. And he goes around, his dad's toolkit is in his room, like, perfectly, like, fine. Um, I think the stairs to the the attic are open. 
Yeah, so he, but I think that's just the way it was. Yeah. So, yeah, well, because he didn't bother closing, I guess. Uh, so he goes up to it, and um, the first thing he sees is that the suitcase has been moved to the almost the forefront, uh, right where you when you come into the attic, and there's a bit of cloth poking out of it, so he, like, opens it up, and there's his dad's clothing, but it's all, like, neatly... Uh, stacked into this suitcase, um, and it's the, but it's the clothing he was he was wearing earlier today. But where's his dad? So he goes to grab the clothes to check it, check it because it looks like it's moist. And then some like corpse hands grab him and start pulling him into the suitcase. And the suitcase uh, begins to open up into a like an abyss. Um, and there's something horrible like under in the bottom of this pit that he's being dragged into. But he's able to uh, eventually he's able to pull himself free and get uh, close the, the case shut. And at this point, he just kind of grabs the case, brings it outside, and burns it. And then we cut to uh, him talking to the, the person that's he's been writing this about. And... Two, not about... Sorry, two. Um, and, like, he met them on a... We, we learned that they met a, uh, on a forum um, and that he's now on the run because everybody thinks that he murdered his dad, uh, which... Where, where's the evidence? <laughs> like, what evidence do they have? Other than yeah, he's missing? the actual assumption would be that the dad ran off, because, I mean, there is, like, no evidence to yeah. support this murder theory. Yeah, but, um, regardless, he's apparently on the run. He's inching his way away uh, across uh, Europe, uh, one, like, small job at a time, trying to make ends meet to just live out, not be homeless. Uh, and he's living out of a suitcase. The irony's not lost on him, kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, ha. Huh. Um, and it kind of just ends with him just being really remorseful about his situation and that he wishes that the ground would have just opened up and swallow him whole, and perhaps it will someday. Uh, and that's where it ends. So there's... <clears throat> I really did enjoy this story. Um, it had a very immersive pro for me. Like all the writing was very like lovingly detailed, and I yeah. really enjoyed it for that. It, it was well. It, it's really well written, um, and it's <clears throat> like it's really well written. It's really well described. Like it, it paints a picture really, really well. Um, like uh, as I said earlier to you, anyway, this motherfucker owns a thesaurus. <laughs> yeah. Because like just it was kind of bordering on purple pro, like Lovecraftian, like love, like what Lovecraft would write, like kind of like with all the detail, with all like the, the big words and like the details. Well, and it, it was into it, like or the way I felt like I was reading like a love a story written by Lovecraft in the modern time. See, <laughs> and I I felt like I was reading something by Stephen King or Clive Barker, so well, AKA modern a, modern Lovecraft, horror, yeah. Um, it, it goes to show who 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 reads who or who reads what <laughs> in this group, and like yeah, it was really like it was beautifully written, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes like I'm reading, th- I was reading through it, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like so superfluous because so much of it was, but it was okay because yeah. it was fun to read, and then like I get to the end and shit, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Even though it's so flowerly written and, like, it's got all of these extra unnecessary words, the plot 
is just kind of barreling through like a freight train at times. I mean, yeah. sometimes it's fucking slow as shit. Because well, well, that whole thing with the fucking cabbie and the whole thing on the train just kept going. could basically have been left the fuck out. I mean, you, you could have you could have done it in a sense. Like, no, yeah, what I'm saying yeah. is, is like, plot wise, they fucking just fucking hold on. You will wait. You know, and the plot will fucking wait <laughs> for me to have my moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you get back to like, you know, the actual like meat of like the serious shit that goes on, and it's just fucking over. Yeah. No, that that's actually one of the things. And I, I was like, yeah. Motherfucker, like, okay, I understand, like, it must have taken a lot out of you to fucking write all this other shit, but I could deal with some extra words here. Okay, yeah, yeah, like, I I actually enjoyed the pacing of the story, like, as soon as we, like, fa- as, like as soon as he found the luggage, and, like, it just kept going, and, like, the incidences with the luggage, I was like, oh, man, like, I like the idea of this creature, this, not even creature, this thing, this, this suitcase. Artifact, really. Yeah, exactly, this artifact. That is just pumping out weird shit See, for him. Yeah, source too, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> um, but but then like I yeah, hear that you. End, but then I that hear end you. Thing? The pacing was good. Um, like up until that end. Yeah. And I'd also kind of appreciate a little bit of closure on why the fuck it spit out a wig and a comb. Yeah, I mean like. Like you get nothing for that. It's just it's it, it's it's very much like another Lovecraft uh, thing where it's just like it's like what and then it's over. <laughs> like we don't get any explanation for some of the stuff that's going the weirdness that's going on in the story. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's all they're all kind of themed. Like they're all like from exactly an anachronistic period but. from and they're all like headwear and shit. Like well, they're you know a, comb, it's a, wig, a wig and a fucking comb. Right, yeah. and then there's that like creepy up. smell, but then also like a perfume that's in the air. Yeah, sorry, I meant, forgot to mention about the perfume smell. Um, and then later on, when he's being pulled into the abyss, into this pit uh, inside the case, he sees like old, like turn of the century, like cartoons on yeah uh, clothing and some of that, and like which I don't really know if they had like graphic tees back they in might the uh, 1850s, but hey, uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's. Eh. <laughs> I, I kind of like. I'm just being a dick no, on that one, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. There's as well written as it, it, like as well as well crafted as it is. It's almost also badly written because of the way the pace just shifts from like putting along, feeling every pothole to just fucking. Zoom. All right, yeah, like fucking end, leaving yeah. on a jet plane, man. Yeah, like yeah. Though that's my one issues. Some of the issues I have with the story is that the ending kind of just drops. Like it's like I'm on the run. It's like I'm telling you this story. Yeah, I hope I, I, I hate that this whole, whole thing. that whole fucking email correspondence oh, okay, thing yeah, should have been dropped. Yeah, yeah. Because that threw me off too. When it like, rears its head, it is just it's it's ugly and it's. It's like, gimmicky, and this story is good without it. Yeah. It needs no gimmicks. Like, okay, that was my problem with it, too. That's it was its like, gimmick, is that it's well-written. Yeah. Char- this was supposed to be, like, a character... Like, this character was supposed to be typing this to somebody, but they went way too lovingly with all the details. Like, for somebody who's, like, yeah, they were not. this whole they thing... Yeah, they were not writing a... Cor- they no. were not writing correspondence. They were writing a fucking, like... I wouldn't say an opus because it's really just a short story, but yeah. like they were writing a fucking short story. And it, like, and I mean, when I say short, obviously, like compared to creepypastas, this one's clocking in at ten pages. For a creepypasta, that's not short. No, but it, it's 
It's but worth you enjoy every, the, yeah, it's you worth every line. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like when I was like when we were when it got to that point where it's like letter correspondent, I was like, I'm not this isn't the this isn't coming from a guy who is on the run, who only gets a certain amount of time on email to like do emails and stuff like that. This is just a guy who writes. Like This is a guy this sitting is like, in a room alone typing on a typewriter. Yeah, exactly. Like this didn't like the character like the the, the throw in that email correspondent thing throws you off because it's like this isn't the story written by somebody who's on the run. This yeah. is a story written by somebody by a love by a Lovecraft or by a Stephen King. Like this is not a a guy on the this isn't a character um, profile. Yeah. Uh, like at all. <laughs> like it, it's too lovingly written <laughs> for that. Yeah. It it's just yeah, so like that, not... that needs to be moved off. Like, like I feel like if they remove the email correspondent part and just make this story the way it is without that added, I think this would be like so much better. Oh yeah. Oh, it would it would be improved by completely losing that. And and no one would like. I don't think anybody would like. I don't think blame them for notice. it. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like fact. It would make it like like I said. It would make the story better. Yeah, I actually kind of forgot about that until we like came across it when I was reading along when you were going with your uh, rundown. Yeah, I was like, right? Yeah, he's fucking talking to someone, and it's just it's fucking. It, it, and here's the thing: if you take that out and just fucking push the words together every time, the the narrative is a good flow. So it's almost like he inserted that, and that just makes it even weirder and yeah. more wrong. Like, I... Because like, you've got this, like, well-written story... And then he wrote a wraparound around And then you, like, just kind of wedged this shit in there yeah. that just kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, and also, this this writer is really, like, the, the, the narrator is really hard on himself, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, I mean... The literal first sentence of the story is, I don't think anyone wants to be the bad guy. He He's blaming him, like, it, it just all stems from but, that fight that he had with his girlfriend. But I don't end. get it. Like, he's uh, painting himself. himself as a villain. Well, no, he, he's not just blaming himself. He's, he's painting himself as a villain for all of this. And I read the story, and I don't see it. Even yeah. when he tries to reinforce it, like, about, you know, being a bad guy and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, or like you're his... not a bad dude. You're not, like... Like, yeah, sure, he had Literally, the worst your, thing you did was take a suitcase that we have confirmation of. Yeah. Because I don't know what the fuck yeah, well, she has his phone for. Well, no, she said that there's photos... It is mentioned there's photos on it, but it's like... Yeah, any photos on that? I mean, well, like, no. She has his phone because of what she found on it. Yeah, I don't know what she found. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't. And yeah. I don't like. And if I did, I'm pretty sure the worst thing that he's done is still take the suitcase. Which honestly, I d- I would defend if someone tried to say he was a bad man for that shit. It's like he was down on his luck. It was a thrift so, store in the morning. It was closed, and this thing was donated. Yeah, but yeah. Like, no, I get, yeah, like, this guy's very hard, like, just beating himself over For this no entire reason. thing. Yeah. yeah, like, and we're never, like, okay, maybe there is cause for it, but we're never given it. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you don't tell and me maybe, about it, yeah. if you well, don't tell me why this is, then it's misplaced. Yeah, unless we're, like, it's just, like, we're just supposed, he's just writing, like, that's the personality of this character who just feels guilty all the time. Like, I could see that, or, like, just, like, a really morose, like fellow where he's just like 
always down on himself, and like that's just the character that's being that's writing the story. Like that's I what I hear you, yeah. but at the same, at the same time, time it that's it feels weird. Mm-hmm. It it just feels like um it it feels out of place to me um because honestly. Like, I get it, some people are just hard on themselves, and, like, and needlessly so, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this guy. Um, in fact, I would argue that a lot of people who are hard on themselves are probably better people than the ones who aren't. Yeah. Um, that's just an observation I've made in the world. But, yeah, this is, I don't know, it's just, it. It's so just self-flagellation and unnecessary. Yeah, it's almost a little too, a little too emo um, for this. Like this guy, like yeah, it's just yeah, like 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 we've said, like it just seems like this guy's too hard on himself for all this horrible shit that's happened. Yeah, like well, he does not deserve any of this, and but he's blaming it, himself. It's for not it. like he ever is like, oh, I feel responsible for my dad's death. Like he misses his dad. Yeah, he misses course, that, like but he doesn't, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he feels bad for, like, taking the fucking suitcase, and he feels bad for whatever he did to his girlfriend that, you know, caused the fight and the breakup and all that shit. Yeah. And he feels bad for, you know, imposing on his parents. And, like... And even, like, for a moment, okay, like... Okay, cool, the, uh... but these things don't make you a villain. Like, they these just... things don't make you a bad person. These things just... Make you having a rough fucking patch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all that is. Meanwhile, like, if he did, if he had been like, oh, I feel like a bad fucking person because I essentially killed my dad, and here's the story leading up to that, maybe then I could have dealt with it because it's like, oh, okay, you blame yourself for your father's death. I understand that. That yeah. would make you feel like a very bad person. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't take ownership of that thing. Yeah. Like, he takes ownership of bad things, like, negative things he does. I wouldn't... And just, like, and just bad circumstances that happen around him. Yeah. Also... It's like, man, it's fucking raining. I'm sorry, dudes. I know you wanted to play baseball today. Man, it's all my fault that the rain came down over the, uh... Like... the, the, The mountains and just... Like 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 inverted lava like oh. right like that's <laughs> th- that's the impression that I'm getting that this guy is just fucking like blames himself self for shit that just shouldn't be blamed on any one individual yeah because like yeah it's like, I'm the cause of all man's follies like Jesus <laughs> well no Jesus just died for the, our follies <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, what was it with that cabbie? Fuck. Yeah, like, complete you... douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, like. It, it, it again. He felt kind of like a Cthulhu character, <laughs> like a like an NPC or like a like like a side character in a st- one of those stories, where he's just like completely and utterly just like no 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 um, empathy whatsoever for the protagonist. Yeah, just, just well, like is that you that smells? Well, and You're I mean, how one. could anyone empathize with this protagonist because he's such an asshole? I know. He just and like again, it felt like. The cabbie was trying to drive that point home, and it's mm-hmm. just like, dude, 
Man, you're, the cat like, eats the ass. Yeah, boy. it's like, like, uh, like I, 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 there's a bad smell in the in the build in the, in the car. Oh no! Get out of my car! Wait, you're gonna pay me double? All right, sure, whatever. And then he's like, "If I ever see you again, you're fucking dead." Yeah. And then he's like, "What? What? Feel oh, death threat? You get, you get the license plate on that? Then like call that in? Like fuck that? Like yeah, like just again, like <laughs> fuck." But it was really well written, it, yeah, so exactly. I kind of don't want it out. <laughs> right? I don't yeah. want it taken out. I just want it, like, fucking <laughs> dial that shit back a little, man. Yeah, holy shit. Um, another thing I have with this is that, like, again, I, we've, I've been comparing this a lot to Cthulhu just because it feels like a Cthulhu scenario or, like, a Lovecraft-like story. Um, the rationalization of trying to rationalize this weird stuff that's happening to him, like putting his full arm into the damn luggage and then getting a gash or the wig that was clearly not there when he dumped everything on the street um, from the bag. It's just like, I, I loved it, like how, how he's trying so hard to like rationalize this otherwise insane thing. Yeah, that, that was... Like it was like borderline, not, it was almost silly <laughs> how he was trying to rationalize some of it. Well, and, I mean, have you ever talked to someone who tries to rationalize something that they can't under, that they don't understand? It gets pretty silly pretty fucking quick sometimes. I mean, alright, here's, yeah, we might get hate mail over this one. Okay, because that's basically where religions come from. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) No, yeah. (laughs) That's all I'm gonna say. I don't think we'll get because I don't want to. I don't want to fucking start something. So new topic. <laughs> All right, new before topic. I continue. So, yeah. so yeah, it was just like I get like it felt very uh, like Lovecraftian to me, uh, and I, that's why I think why I want, it's not why I enjoyed it. it like it's very well written. Um, I like it's it's super long. Like it's it's super like it, there's a lot of. Um, description of everything. Like, again, like, at the beginning of the story, like, as we're walking through Banger, I was just like, I am there. Like, I almost, like, I was with, like, walking beside this guy in the rain and cold and, like, watching the, 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 the clouds come over that mountain ridge or whatever. And, like, seeing, like, and I even, like, looked up Banger, like, yet last night to, like, see what it looked like. It's almost exactly how I had originally imagined it when I was reading the story. Like, he describes it well enough that I envisioned almost, like, exactly what Banger actually looks like from street level. Thank you, Google Maps. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, minus the, you know, the the roiling clouds and rain. It was actually a sunny day on street maps. But, like, otherwise, I mean, like, the the buildings and, like, the the people, like, setting up, like, the... um, like a market and stuff was actually very accurate too. So like he had he knows what he's writing about, which yeah. is another really good oh, thing about this. Oh, and I mean this. like you can fucking tell that just by reading it. Um, yeah. I mean like you don't have to check up on that to find out. No, like I was just curious last night. So, but I was like, yeah, this guy, this yeah. guy definitely he fucking knows his sh- he knows what he's writing about. Yeah. Um, because I mean just the fucking the. The loving detail of, like, a shitty environment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry for anyone who lives in Banger. But, like, he makes it seem, like, very oppressive, like, like just this shitty fucking day. But it's described beautifully. Yeah, and then even, like, describing, like, the transition of modern day to the, um, like, the docks district of Liverpool. It's like... The uh, like just explaining how like the some of these billboards are built high so high that the uh, the surely the antiquated the antiquated like 
construction workers and dock workers wouldn't have imagined buildings being that high. Like, and, like, or leaving, ba- uh, leaving this, like, shitty banger, like, small town for the neon lights of home. Like, again, really amazing writing for that, like, for describing this oblique, oppressive, like, environment that he's living in. Yeah, no, I just really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it was, he fucking, he paints a picture with words, which, mm. I mean, like, for the love of God, that was goddamn well refreshing. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, compared to some of the fucking ham-fisted finger painting we've gotten with words in the past, this yeah, is the goddamn this, this is, this is, well, this is, this is writing as art. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Um, like, it's just, you know, it makes you... Um, it, it just, it makes you emote. Like, I'm walking through this, you know, little shithole town, and, like, I, I hate it just as much as he does, like, and I'm just, I'm in the same pissy mood as him, and I mean, like, that's all done with words, and, like, this is something that we've never had done this well on this show. Yeah. Like this is Ever. nice. Ref- this like, is a good. That this is a good hasn't refreshing. happened, yeah. and I don't like. It's going to be a long ass time till that's beaten, if it ever is. Because I mean, he does have a couple more stories. <laughs> that I'll, I'll pace across well, yeah, the that's, board, but that's yeah. not that's not beating. That's just the same thing. Okay. Um, like this is this is just really well written. Um, and really, aside from my issue with um. Like some resolution on some shit. Yeah. Um, like what was the fuck fight with the girlfriend about? Like at the end of the day, that was what I actually wanted to know about. I really didn't give a fuck about this suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I enjoyed the suitcase. I'm a weird that, motherfucker yeah. like that, I admit. But yeah. um like th- there's a few things that are just kinda like completely ignored after they're brought up. Um I kinda wanna know like what the fuck is up with the shit being, like, brought up from the depths yeah. of the suitcase. I, I would have either liked I more want, of that... I want to, like... Or an exploit, like, yeah. some sort of ex Like, okay, I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure I know what is going on there, but I would have liked it to have come up a few more times. Maybe some kind of, like, in the, in-story, like in-story explanation given, maybe. Also, what is he running from? Like, aside from running from the law, like, it seems like he's also running from something else at the end of the story, but... I didn't get that. I just got... And, yeah, and this guy needs to fucking lighten up on himself. Um, <laughs> like, that, that's he's, he's just a thing... Yeah. That's a thing that has to happen to make this story better, is he's gotta fucking ease up on himself, because that is just, like... Yeah, there is no fucking cause for this shit, man. And, like, I get it. Some people are like that, but... You just hit a rut. Your it's protagonist gonna be okay. <laughs> is supposed to be, you know, your everyman. Mm-hmm. And, like, although I appreciate that this guy isn't like fucking Cadmus from The Hunger Games and just fucking a blank slate... Um, or what I understand, a lot of people um, have the same complaint about that Bella Swan thing from that other thing <laughs> that I'm not going to talk about. Because I don't actually know my shit. I've never read the books. Um, but, like, as opposed to being a completely blank slate like that, like, this reason. guy has a character. He can be a little more everyman and not be so damn hard on himself. Yeah. 
because I that would know make more about this character and his that would make putting myself in his shoes all the easier. Not that I had a hard time with it. No, because again, really nice writing. <laughs> yeah, nice writing, um, but like yeah, there, like, there's some like flaws in the in the storytelling. Yeah, um, yeah, like I would like to know a little bit more about some of his like like that. And apparently that like his first uh, his his uh, the day he asked his girlfriend out, they were in some weird facility like urban exploring. What I want to know about that story too, <laughs> kinda. Um, yeah, again, that's just a thing that's just kind of brought like, up, and then it's it's brought up in a dream because he, but that's yeah. it's from, dredged up from memory and too. It's like I want to know that story. <laughs> like yeah, and like where's like I get it. Not everything that's brought up needs to be so deeply explored but like man he fucking goes into like so there are so many words from when he fucking hails the cab to when he fucking gets the death threat and then you get to the the fucking dream about the first date and like just some of the other things and it's just like here and gone yeah <laughs> like cause he, cause he was focusing more like, on the story about this luggage but sh- Again, like I liked as soon as I heard about the luggage, I was like, oh, what's wrong? what's up with this luggage? Like I knew that that was the so part when of the you story. heard the title, oh yeah, pretty much too. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, just like I was like really like I, I was with them like pretty much hook line hook line sinker about this like the suitcase. It's like what's weird with the suitcase? And then as it went on, I was like, this is really cool. But yeah, there are a lot of stuff in the story that just kind of are passed by because he's focusing too much. Like he's well properly focusing on the suitcase, which is the point of the story. But I want to know about those stories too. Yeah. So like, sh- Stephen, please <laughs> write that story, <laughs> or, or just include them or, in this. Yeah. You know, That's um, a, maybe make this a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, and like, and maybe drop the correspondent because. Oh, drop the yeah. shit out of that! That is that is. It really didn't need to be there. Okay, it, if one if one thing I say gets done to this story in like a further draft, I don't know if that's on the, on knows. in his plans or not to write like to rewrite this again. But if he does one thing, okay, ease up on the protagonist. He he needs to fucking he needs to calm his tits. Um, he needs to have a ray of sunshine. A, well, one ray just, of sunshine. He just, no, he just needs to fucking. He just needs to fucking not, like, paint himself as a supervillain when, at best, he's a fucking, a you know... <laughs> kind of. Not even. He's not even... Because a jerk implies that it's, like, actively... Uh, this guy's just fucking made some mistakes. Who hasn't? You know? Yeah. That That's... that's If he does one thing, that's what I would love to see. If he does the second thing, I would love him to just fucking ditch that email correspondence thing. Because it's out of left field, it's out of place with this level of writing, mm-hmm. because his level of writing is fucking far beyond email. Yeah. Yeah, if I got this in an email, like, wow. <laughs> yeah, or even a, a handful of emails, because I think that's how it plays out mm-hmm. in the email correspondence bits. Yeah. But, I mean, just fucking ditch those. They don't need to be there at all. They ruin the story. Well, they don't... Okay, they don't ruin it. <laughs> they... They... But they, they momentarily it. take you out of it. Yeah. Because you, you read it, and you're like, what the fuck did I just read? And you read it again, and I'm like, is this a fucking email? How is this an email? How is this character this, like... Like, again, like, unless he's, like, going... Like, has, like, a... a, a green I don't even care about how. Yeah. I just care about... This Why? isn't an email. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, oh. it, it that that's 
that's my stance on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I would honestly like like flesh this out like a lot more. Um, but not even the I mean, whole like, thing. Flesh out the flesh end. Out the, yeah, yeah. Like don't. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, flesh out the end, because... It feels like a lesser commission of a crime we've had on this show lots of times. You're doing alright, you're doing alright, except in this case, you're doing really fucking well, you're doing really fucking well, and then you, you get into the end, and instead of, like, going to bed and getting back to it tomorrow... He just kind of, like, you're just like, I must finish before I sleep, and I totally understand that. Yeah. Like I, I've I've written my handful a handful of my ship before. I get that because you just you need to get it out of you because like you will not be able to fucking go to bed because you won't be able to sleep um, because all that will be going on inside your head is the fucking just, remainder of yeah. the story just on a fucking constant loop and like it'll fucking get long, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Like, so, I understand that, but, like, yeah, I don't know, it, it needs to, it needs to have more Don't time. rush that ending. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, I mean, don't artificially stretch it, but, like... Like, have, have a second glance and it's like, alright, what do I want, like, what what do I want to tell about this ending? Like, yeah. Yeah, so, like, like maybe add some more detail, like, some more stuff about the, like, the, uh, to some of the other events that were going on, like, again, that first date... And other things in the sh- in the story um, that kind of just get passed by, and that ending just expanded a little bit more than and don't rush it like you, like it seemed it was, just because like at a glance like reading it like once or twice it kind of feels like it's like and then I burned it and then I'm now I'm on the road and just yeah yeah it's like I hope the world I I, I it's like I feel really shitty about myself hope the the world will op- will the ground will open up and end me and perhaps it will one day and then that's it it's like. Yeah, what? like talk about fucking emo ending, right? I mean, that's kind of <laughs> the point. Of like that yeah. was that like, was fucking bad. Like if if you were that concerned, why don't you just let the luggage eat you anyway? Like right? shit. <laughs> Maybe um, your dad was down there. Oh, no. Like that's the other thing. I feel like like I feel like he they could have gone on some more like not to add more guilt to this guy, but I feel like he was a little too hasty in burning that damn thing. Yeah, but what... I, I, I actually appreciated that, because what the fuck would you have done? I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's actually exactly what I would have burned it with fire outside. Yeah, no, but, like, afterward, like, I'd be like, shit, my dad was in that. Well, fuck. Like, so... Yeah, I, but if he was, he was naked, so I didn't want to find him. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, just, like, there was so much, like... And like I again like we just uh, he described uh, maybe a little bit more description of being in the abyss because he well, does he describe in it, the abyss he was in the he suitcase was in, he was in the suitcase and it was like this surreal thing with like again like the the clothes like with the cartoon characters on it and like whalebone carved like things I was like what where no whalebone corsets corsets the, the hell is, okay. okay sorry uh, for somebody who's not fashion lesson <laughs> okay um the rigid um. Line like the rigid bits in a corset. Yeah, they're called bones. Oh, first off, okay. So the whalebone corsets, those would have been made out of whalebone. Yeah, I assume which were probably from an antiquated time period. Well, a time when one could hunt a whale. Yeah, which again, yeah, and that's like that's really cool part. Like again, like the the that reference, the comb, like the eighteen thirty six thirty four thirty four Petersboro. Like, what is going? Like, I want to know more about what this thing, where this thing came from, and or what it's been doing. 
like it's much like an eldritch horror that I want to know a little bit more about, even though that's probably a bad thing. <laughs> like again, like there's a lot of like like a good like material in this story that could be expanded on. Or that I'd like to see, I'd like to see expanded on, and I think that's what we've been keep saying for the well, last. And that's well. that's fine. I honestly think you want way too fucking probably. much. Um, you're, you're probably right, and that's just my cultist perspective. Cause like, really, I must see. Uh, I must know. <laughs> the big thing I want is the ending. Well, I yeah. mean, the big thing I want is fucking drop the emo bullshit and drop the correspondence. Um, yeah. But the thing I want extra is, like, really just more of the same. Like, I, I want I want more shit coming out of that suit, uh, that, uh, suitcase, yeah. Yeah. And I want, I want that ending to be, to no longer feel rushed. Yeah. Like, okay, does, I think they mentioned mean, something where, like, the reason he's answering this is because he fears that somebody else is having the same thing. It's like, so wait, is it back? Hold on. Like, sorry. Because we don't care about that, because that's email correspondence, right, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's like, ah. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> My cult aside is tingling. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, like, I, th- I think we've, we, we're keep, I think we're going over the same yeah, stuff think, over and over uh, again. I'm pretty so. sure we're, we're hidden in circles. <laughs> yeah, so we, we should probably end this very soon. Um, bottom line, I think, for both of us is that we would definitely recommend this if this ends up anywhere online as a written format. Um, and like I said, the Drunk and the Ugly podcast did a reading of it, and it's beautiful. Like, like well, and really I mean, well written, uh, well, yeah, well okay. read. And I'm sure they well didn't, produced. but even if they fucking butchered it, mm. you had a good enough story here that I'm pretty sure it could still shine through a, a butchered reading. reading. Yeah. And I mean, I'm absolutely certain that our friends at Drunk and the Ugly did not butcher it. No. Not that I've actually listened to it. Yeah, well... I'm a bad friend. <laughs> it's okay. Um, there, it's and Like I said, it's on their YouTube channel, Ugly Jeb, or um, on their main website, uh, or through their iTunes um, podcast listening listings. So, go check it out there, at the very least. Um, and if Stephen Shorter gets this published in a magazine or puts it online anywhere, go read it because it's it, like I don't think we can say enough, or we've been saying uh, uh, more than enough, like that it's it's fantastic to read. This is this is a level of writing quality that we don't we have yet to get on this show at any other time. And if we get it again, I will count myself a lucky, lucky fucking man. <laughs> um, it, it was really well written. Like I said, he he take he's taking the writing, unlike a lot of other creepy pastas, like most of them. He's using it as an art form as opposed to a masturbatory aid. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. All right, so that was our discussion of uh, baggage. So if you have any co- comments or questions, um, you can leave them in the comment section below wherever this gets posted, or post them. Uh, send us a message on Twitter at uh, Dr. Leviathan and Review Cultist. We're on Kiwi6, Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, we're also on iTunes, so send us a review. That would be awesome of you. And 
You can also send us an email at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com, where you can also send us other suggestions for creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. You can also help support us by donating at crazonstudios.tumblr.com, where you can also check out all the title cards for every episode. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I've been not a very typical Dr. Leviathan. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Godzilla NES quantities of shit. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs>